And we're live. <laughs> All right, so What's up, ladies and gentlemen? The, uh, welcome wa- to the Watchdogs podcast. Well, I'm Brad, and I'm Brad, aka Dr. Locks, aka Hammer the Under. All right, so we got this podcast here. It's going to be mainly me and uh, Mr. Wilson, Brad, talking about sports and about our lives. And Ishan's going to be chiming in, you know, keeping us on, uh, keeping us in check here. Uh, you know, doing the tech technology stuff, keeping us humble, really. Yeah, pretty much, you know, chiming in what he wants. So we wanted to talk a little bit about ourselves. So why why Brad's over Matt's up? Um, well, Brad and I met here at college uh, freshman year, and we're always kind of referred to or remembered about as as a, as a couple, you know, not sexually, but uh, you know, people just when they think of Brad, they think of Matt. When they think of Matt, they think of Brad. It's kind of it's a soft way to it. start off the podcast. Um, what way? Soft? Jeez, man. Just tell me you love me. All right, Brad. Um, well, I guess... Just tell me you love me, people, man. It's fine. I, shut up, Brad. I guess, I guess we tend to make people laugh, and um, people have told us that we're amusing to just s- sit by and watch us exist together. So uh, that's kind of why we decided to get this puppy rolling. Um and then we also, why is Ishan here? Well, Ishan is, like I said, the smarty pants that holds us together. However, Ishan is an absolute fucking wild card when the situation presents itself, a.k.a. Vixen, a.k.a. Uh, Vixen's most wanted. We'll keep it at that. We don't really need to dive into that. Um, he's, the main reason we got this to work, because Brad and I are not uh, technology guys. And uh, yeah. So, uh, Brad, why don't you share? No, we are not. What, you're gonna, what do you? Why don't you share about uh, what you're going to focus on on this podcast, kid? Um, as you all may know, I assume that our early on listeners already know who I am. Um, I'm the guy who sits on his phone and loses all of his money. Usually, it's two fifty a week, and um, you were trying to build back. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm really into college basketball right now. Um, shorter games you know, easier bets, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'll be providing that to you. Um, I would hope that you tell me because it's going to be just all that more entertaining for you to watch. Um, we're going to be talking a lot of NFLs. These playoffs are kind of going along the bend, um, making some picks, all that kind of jazz, you know, but maybe whoop up a parlay together that just kind of not only looks surgical, but also looks a little you know, like that pretty girl you see across the bar, you know, you don't have the balls yet to go talk to her. That's why we're here. We're your wingmen. That's the idea behind this. But yeah, that's basically what Brad, I'm why don't you, uh, Why don't you share about like your favorite teams and where you're from a little bit too? Yeah, I grew up in um, Northern Virginia, um, diehard Mountaineers fan. Um, people were pretty surprised that I came over to IU, but um, that was a decision I had to make. Um, but Mountaineer basketball and football are definitely top for me. Um, I'm also, I moved to Chicago. So 
big Cubs, Bulls, Bears, Blackhawks, the whole nine yards. Um, that's contrary I mean, to I wouldn't Matt's say big Cubs. Got the I mean, you, thought, you thought you guys traded for Christian Yelich. Huh? Oh, when you brought him up to me that one time, like in your dorm, and you said, did you hear about yeah. Christian Yelich? Why would you bring that up to me unless it had to do something with Because it's Christian you know I mean? Yelich. That was a weird thing to bring up. That's like, oh, my God, did you hear yeah. that the Bears got fucking Aaron Rodgers? That's just, I don't know. I'm just well, he's pretty pissed off over there, too. So any anything's yeah, possible. Or... Yeah, you like to yank chains a lot. Nice bling, buddy. Nice, nice bling. bling. All right, why don't you yeah, I got it from Florida. give a like, subset of what I said? All right, well, my name is Matt, a.k.a. Matzo, a.k.a. Mav, or as Brad likes to call me, Mavi Mavicals. Um, I am also from the Chicago so suburbs, way, so I am a diehard Bears fan, diehard White Sox fan, uh, mediocre Bulls and Blackhawks fans, I'll be honest, and nothing crazy, but uh, yeah, also root for IU, go Hoosiers, because I fucking go here. Um, so I focus mostly on the NFL and the MLB. I'll be bringing you content of, you know, off-season moves, um, news, fantasy. I play fantasy for both, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm big on that. Brad's also a big fantasy football guy. Big um, time, big time. I usually see myself in the championship. Yeah, I got a little bit of NBA knowledge, you know. Um, nothing crazy, like I said, basketball or baseball and football are my – my go-to sports, so I'll be talking mostly about that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, huge White Sox and huge Bears fan. Ishan? Yeah, I'm, I'm from San Fran area, so I'm a big San Francisco uh, Giants, Niners, San Jose Sharks, um, all that. But, yep. Okay. All right, so we're going to – Dive right on into the NFL. Um, Bradzo, we're going to chat we should. about this. If this is, yeah, and talk about this. Um, Ishan, if you want to chime in at any point, let me know. So before the playoffs started, I decided to take an AFC team, an NFC team, and a, a dark horse team to win a Super Bowl. Um, so last year, I waited until after the wild card round to take the Bucks and the Bills plus like 800 and like 550 respectively each. I wanted to do it before. I just, I guess I didn't have the balls. I could have sent the Bucks at like 1150, but I didn't. So this year I made sure to do it before the playoffs started. Um, the first team I'm going to talk about that I picked to win it all. All three of my teams are still alive, by the way. This was before the wild card uh, weekend. Unfortunately, Brad was not able to Get a pick in because he had been, uh, what do you say, ghosting a couple other people and didn't have anywhere to put the bets down. He told me to do it for him, but then kind of forgot forgot uh, to reassure me to do it. But first team I want to talk about, I put I I put money on the Kansas City Chiefs plus four fifty. Right off the bat, what do you think of that, Brenzo? I know you thought they're going to lose first round. Yeah, I think that's terrible. Um, you know, so you're saying money line was minus four fifty at the moment when you took it? Plus plus four fifty to win it all. Plus four fifty to win it all. Oh, so you're doing championships. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah, Chiefs aren't winning the championships. These are super bowl picks. Uh 
That's right. That's right. We talked about this. Yeah, no, they're too well, cute to my likings. Um, you know, also, like, cute, I just can't, like, morally. How are they cute? Like you know what I'm dog. talking about. You know, you got Patty Mahomes with the shovel passes. You got Tyreek Hill last year solidifying playoff spots by putting himself on his ass, passing the first down line. I mean, you know, just little things like that. Travis Kelsey's a great player, but you can see he can get easily taken out of the game. And that's when other guys got to step up, like Pringle and all of them. I don't think Andy Reid has put anything into his offense that kind of seems surprising, you know? And I think a kidding? lot of these big plays You're they're kidding. making are kind of lucky. Whoa, 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 and also, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think, think you, that's did you just, did you just say, say for me to say, say that. Brad, did you just try to yeah. tell me that Andy? Did you just try to tell me that Andy Reid's offense is predictable? Oh yeah, of course it is, one hundred percent. We know what we're looking at now. They're sending Tyreek on these deep routes to kind of open up the field. Then it's Travis Kelsey coming under. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And you know the Brad. running plays. I mean, it's the same thing they've been doing since the beginning. I just it could is. not disagree with you more. Also, dude. it's not ethically permissible, honestly. It's it's a technical foul Brad, for you to bet on the Kansas the, City Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl because I was gonna say, Brad, who's the coach that started all these shovel passes, all these offensive linemen touchdowns? And now he even has Travis Kelsey lighting up his quarterback in the red zone. And you're telling me Andy Reid's fucking predictable? Are you kidding? Do you think they're gonna beat the Bills? Yes, I do. I truly do, and I want to. I want to get into that. So I because they're they're I putting thought, they're putting linemen in the end zone last game. I agree. I agree. Josh Allen looked good, um, but he was going against a rookie quarterback. I mean, I get it; it's Belichick, but he was going against a rookie quarterback, and that has something to say. Um, people keep talking about how crazy of a game he had. He had five touchdowns, whatever it was. But guess what? Mahomes also had five touchdowns. Um, I think. Against the Steelers. And also, I saw a statistic. Well, yeah, I mean the Steelers. I, I, I don't. I don't care. Bills played the Pats. Well, yeah, listen to this, Brad. They slapped him in the in face. In his, in his final, in his final, every drive. final eight games, which in the final eight games of the regular season, um, which they're seven and one in that span. I believe that they've won ten of their last eleven, including the playoff game. But anyways, in the final eight games of the year, the Chiefs' offense averaged thirty-two point four points per game which is not including the wild card round where they put up, what, 38? So the offense is clicking. I just could not disagree with you more about the whole Andy Reid shenanigan. Um, they had their little slump like week three through week Do you think it's clicking it better than the Bills? I do. I do. I mean, I think the Bills are very because good. The Bills are doing like the said, same thing to the New England Patriots as the Chiefs pretty, are doing to the Steelers, if not better. Uh, I mean, Against we'll a better defense. Mean against a better play caller and a guy who's been working with Mac Jones over the fat guy who's on his way out of the league who said they were the 14th best team in the playoffs anyway. Okay, well, I mean, did they take care of business? They did. They both did. They both were expected to win those games and won them by a lot. So you can't really shit on the um, – can't really shit on the Chiefs for doing what they were supposed to do against the Steelers. I mean, they, they took care but of Here's business. where I can Here's where I can't. Here's where I can shit on them. I cannot believe I am appalled that you put your money on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because here's what you're rooting for. You're rooting for Jackson Mahomes to be doing TikTok Dude. dances at the Super Bowl. That's what you're rooting for. That's no. what your money's on. 
No. How could I mean, you possibly okay, Brad, do that? I, I also have two other teams that I would like to talk about, but like I said, the Chiefs. Why don't you move on? Yeah, then? Why don't you move on? Chiefs. Well, let's listen. Chiefs. Chiefs finished the season nine and one. Only loss was the big Joey fucking Joey fucking Balsack down in Cincinnati, which I love them. They're fucking sweet. Joe Burrow is man. But one other thing, I I just disagree. Uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes just understand each other, and they're on the same page, and they can flip a switch like that if they need to and go down and score in three minutes or whatever they need. Um, so one more question, yeah, Chiefs. Okay, yeah. What? One more question. What's Do you that? think? that with what's been going on in the media around Patrick Mahomes' personal life, do you think that might hurt him in the long run? Because no, you could tell he's annoyed. You saw the video far. of him at the restaurant. You saw the video of him at the restaurant eating the chips, a little annoyed with his wife and his brother doing all the dances and stuff. You see what they're doing on the sidelines. I mean, I just can't imagine him being that confident going into every round of the playoffs, knowing in the back of his head that he has to disaffiliate from his family at this point. I can't root for that guy. Hey, I got to root for a family, man. I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, I'm more about making money than rooting for what I, who I, whose brothers I like on, uh, like, it's just kind of a, I don't really give a shit about uh, Patrick Mahomes' brother when it comes to making a bet. I think the Chiefs have great odds, and I think they're on a roll, and obviously they're a bit of an overdog, but I, like, I wanted to have one overdog, so I, and the Chiefs, I took them plus 450, risking 30 to win 135. And I'll go over all my payouts at the end because obviously only one team can win. So the next team I want to get into is my NFC team. And they made me look fucking awesome on Monday night when they beat your fucking Cardinals, Brad. Why don't you tell the public what you're thinking when you took the Cardinals money line on Monday night? Huh? Well, J.J. Watt was returning. The money line was better. Um, I like bigger payouts, so I'm a big roller. Um, and I thought that there was just no way Kyler Murray couldn't be prepared for Aaron Donald again. I mean, you I saw wrong, you know some struggles you? with Matt with Matt Stafford uh, early on in the season, and then you know this is his first time in the playoffs. It's his first dance without winning the game. So now he's one for three. Um, congrats to him. I did think they had one the better team, but I said one and three. What'd you hear me say? I think said I think said one four three. Never mind. But yeah, so basically, I um, I took the Rams plus a thousand. I put twenty five on it to win two fifty. Um, so they obviously whooped ass on Monday night in the wild card round. I I like the spread minus three and a half, but I didn't want to end up getting fucked losing if they won like twenty four twenty one or 30-27, so I bought a half point, and it was still only minus 105, and obviously they covered that and then some. So the one concern I have about the Rams is uh, they did look good in Week 18 against the Niners, but they blew it because that game, uh, they, the Niners just put the, flipped the switch, and they blew it. And now instead of hosting the Bucks in round two, they have to go. Uh, they have to go to Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, which is not good against the Goats, Tom Brady. But basically, um, I know I bet you can agree with me on this one. The reason I took the Rams is because I you just look at their roster and let me let me let me just name these guys: Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, Odell Beckham Jr. Junior. 
Matthew Stafford, those are just all like superstars. And in my and Van opinion, Jefferson got big this year too. Yeah, he's he's taking a step forward, and they he don't like, they don't even have they don't have Robert Woods. Uh, the safety. You forgot thing, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is back. Yeah, well, no, I was I was going to talk about him. You're going to let me get there. But basically, my thought process with the Rams was the st- the the pressure's on Stafford. Um, everyone knows that. Um, I just thought if he could limit the turnovers and if the defense could play well, which I think they can, and I I really think that they did the other night against the Cardinals. I think that plus one thousand was. Great value, and um, I like Stafford. Uh, he's easy guy to root for, especially now that he's out of uh, Detroit because I was a Bears fan. But yeah, basically, I just thought there was too much star power on this team to not, you know, live up to some sort of an expectation. Uh, like I said, the safeties are a bit banged up, but I kind of like how they brought uh, Eric Weddle back. I don't know how much he played on Monday night, but you know, just a veteran guy. Uh, Used to be a stud. Yeah, yeah. What's defense. what's tough about the Rams with me is we've seen these superstar teams before in the NBA, which is a completely different sport because oh, yeah, football dude. is a eleven player game. You have to play as a team. Everyone does their job and right. everything works out. Um, but super teams, I just don't like them. I don't think they work, you know, because the problem is, you know, you got high-profile players like OBJ, who wants the ball all the time. I mean, he literally left Cleveland because he thought he wasn't getting the ball. Well, I mean, so he, if the he, offense he, isn't around he got him. To, Brad, I was going to say he got to L.A. and then he uh, just took off. So, I mean, he was actually kind of right. Yeah, exactly. He was right. I'm not saying he was wrong. I'm saying that with him there and Cooper Cup playing phenomenally all year you know i mean who's who's your who's your wide receiver one on that team because you got a guy with a huge ego yeah okay does obj yeah, dude, think he's getting the ball more i get it he's you see got what a, i mean he's got a big ego but dude he is that good and like sean McVay is a good enough coach to keep him in check and get him to do what he needs to do and i think obj understands that he's not wide receiver one it's more of like a wide receiver half and half of him at Cooper Cup. And I think that he mixes in well with Stafford. And he's with a quarterback that he truly wants to play with, which he hasn't really had his whole career. Obviously, he was kind of a bitch in Cleveland for wanting to get out. But, I mean, I can't blame him. You saw how fucking bad Baker Mayfield – Baker Mayfield's all-time – all-time dudes, dude. Uh, probably a great guy off the field, but he just kind of sucks at playing quarterback. And so does Eli Manning. And so does Daniel Jones, which were his previous three quarterbacks. Uh, Eli obviously doesn't suck, but you know he's. I don't know about three. I don't know about so, Eli Manning. I mean, you can't. I mean, because well, if you're, yeah, if you're I, just I, I Eli Manning, towards the end of his like, career. Towards the end of his career, you gotta you not, gotta be then like evaluating on like guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, so just clarify when you say Eli Manning. So yeah, I meant to say the latter. Because if you say like Eli Manning in general, then we have to go back and reevaluate every quarterback with a Super Bowl and talk about that exclusively (laughs) in order to make that credible. Two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. The last, um, the last reason I like the Rams, honestly, I didn't think he was going to do much in his return, but I was fucking wrong, and it made my pick feel a lot better. Uh, Cam Akers was back, and he just looked fucking incredible. The offensive line was pushing people, and he was just hitting holes and fucking taking off. I don't know. I thought Cam Akers looked great. 
there's a little sleeper for you guys in fantasy next year, in my opinion. No, I like him as a sleeper too. Um, yeah. There are a lot of guys I like as sleepers in fantasy too. Like um, I like Jamal Williams a lot. I like him as yeah. a sleeper. I don't think he'll get drafted high, and I think he'll play very well because the Lions are kind of starting to like – they're not turning it around, hey, about but they're coming Swift, together. Dude. Swift's a good name too. I'm just talking guys that aren't going to go that early. You know, if you draft running back yeah. heavy, which well, I assume yeah, that you Swift should strategically, yeah. you know, All I'm right, talking well, just deep round sleepers. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, but we'll talk. We'll have another episode about fantasy. But, uh, yeah, Cam Akers was back and looked awesome. Excuse me. The last team and Peach Tatas. You can chime in if you want because I know you definitely want to. Um, I took a dark horse. I took the San Francisco 49ers. Plus you should let him take control. You should, you should just let him Super take control Bowl. of that. I will, yeah. You should hop on, buddy. So the first reason I took him. Um, yeah, just let him take over. Pretty, let him take over. Pretty biased for me because I had this guy in fantasy, but Debo fucking Samuel. Just Debo Samuel. Eshaan. Yeah, I mean, I really want us to play well and be good, but we have an extremely tough matchup against Aaron Rodgers and right. the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, realistically, we've come out of it before. You know, two years ago, we had the exact same situation, 2019. We did beat the Packers. but And that's, like, one of the reasons I think that, you know, they're, they're, yes. they're coming back. Um, they're coming back with a vengeance. But I think, honestly, like, the way we've been playing, like, in the last, like, few games has been very good. Like, we've been yeah. passing the ball well. Jimmy G's been playing pretty well. Like, you know, he had a pick last game. But, but you know, all things considered, all things considered, we're hot. And not a bad bit. It, it is a dark horse. But, I mean, I'm rooting mm, for right? all the way. I, I hope to see him do well. Yeah. Uh, they're super well, hot. What I was – what I was going to say about that. I will say I this, though. Got... I bet on the Cowboys. I took them at minus four, yeah. and that's this, that's going to happen. Off. That's going to happen. You're going to make a bad pick once in a while. But I'm going to bet on, on the Monday Niners against too. the Packers, and I'm telling you right now, if that gives them on bad luck, if that gives them bad luck, so be it. But they're going to beat the Packers, and I'll guarantee that it's going to happen. They're just way too hot not to. The only reason I took the Cowboys in the first place was because how many times does this team get to the playoffs, and how many times do they look complete? And this time it looked complete and it completely crumbled to the Niners. I bet they take this momentum and they ruin the Packers too. Well, yeah. Uh, back to what you're saying about the fact that it's a tough matchup against Aaron Rodgers and they got to go into Green Bay, whatever. I think Kyle Shanahan has a two bedroom, uh, one story, one and a half bathroom apartment just located in Matt LaFleur's head right now because um, he just seems to. There's I a mean, turkey in the oven. He's got a turkey right. in the oven. You guys, yeah, obviously 2019, um, Jimmy G threw like what, like eight passes and you guys fucking mopped him still. And I, what was it early? I think you guys got your loss to them out of the way. What was it, like week three or something, Eshawn? You guys played them this year on yeah. a primetime game and like Rodgers came down and, you know, got the win, um, did Aaron Rodgers things. But I think that you guys got that out of the way. And I think that you guys – I think it's like right now it's looking like plus 210 money line. I think I'm going to ride that with you as well, Brad, outside of the chiefs Bengals money line parlay that I have right now. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, I, I think they got a lot of value. Um, and I saw a statistic. As an underdog, Jimmy G is I, – I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm wrong. I saw this on TV. I kind of forgot where. But as an underdog, Jimmy G is 13-3 and three straight up. 
Think about that. He's just a oh, winner. Oh, yeah, dude. you're right. I saw that too. He's so 30, wrong, 31 and 15 all time. He's a winner. 49ers, according to statnews.com. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's not the most skilled guy in the world, but he knows how to manage a game. He knows how to manage a time clock. He knows how to audible. He knows how to uh, prevent mistakes. When he's a Midwest he QB. To make mistakes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, it it does depend a lot it's on whether the plays or not. I think right. if, I was everyone, say, if everyone's um, healthy and playing, then we have a good shot at beating them, and it, it definitely is a value bid. But if I, I think Warner is back and he practiced, but yeah, it comes down to I Bosa. was literally just about to say uh, their defense is solid, but they need Bosa and Warner to be back. Um, I, I think you said you're right. I think Warner's coming back, but that Bosa injury looked a little scary. Um, so, yeah, besides that, uh, you got Elijah Mitchell, who's a stud. Uh, you got Trent Williams, who's just a fucking rhinoceros on the fucking offensive line. You got Debo Samuel, who not only has been uh, running and catching I'm touchdowns. I'm surprised it took you this long to brutal. save Debo. Yeah, I said I said him at the beginning, buddy, and then we went. Yeah, I'm surprised shot. he's not the first guy you're saying. How is Debo not the first guy? He is, there? dude. If you if you play this back, he's not listen, the first guy. I said right I said away, Elijah I said Mitchell right before away. him. Brad, I said right away Debo fucking Samuel, and then I let Ishan talk. But I I mentioned him before. I mentioned him again. Debo All right, everybody, jump in the me. comments and let me know. Jump in the comments okay. and make sure to remind us because he said to remind the tape. I, I, I did say it at the beginning of that Ishan talk, but they got Debo Samuel. They got who's not only uh, rushing and catching touchdowns, he just fucking threw one the other week against the Rams. And then you obviously got George Kittle, who's just a fucking madman. So um, to, to recap the, uh, the payouts, um, so if the Chiefs win it all, I win 100 bucks when all the other ones uh, cancel out. If the Rams win it all, I win 210. If the 49ers win it all, I win 145. So I like those odds. Um, I am very fucking excited for these games tomorrow and on Sunday. But uh, so let's, Brad, let's go. So we already talked about these three teams pretty much. We already talked about the Bills. Let's talk about uh, just real quick Joe Brr and uh, Jamar, Jamar fucking Chase out there in Cincinnati and what they did to the uh, Raiders. What do you think about that? I mean, it was a game. You know, that's probably one of the very few games we got. Um, the rest of them were blowouts. So it's really refreshing yeah. to see a football game happen once in a while during wild card weekend. Um, I see no reason why Joe Burrow doesn't take a team to a Super Bowl with the amount of talent he has in the receiver position. I mean, yeah. you saw these plays where he was throwing, like, front shoulder darts upfield in, like, double coverage. Like, yeah. you don't see that very often. Yeah, there was that one play um, where I believe he was going out of bounds or something like that. He chucked it up in the end zone. People stopped playing. Right. Right. Uh, well, yeah, what I, I was going to – what are you – what? Well, what I'm saying is, you know, there's a lot of people that were like, oh, like if he didn't get that, who knows if he got this far. But my point is, is that I think Joe Burrow, with the time that he gets, he makes it – everybody's wild. And I think that, I mean, Jamar Chase, not only is that connection born in LSU, but now he's the speaking point of their entire receiver core because right. you see all these plays where it's literally just designed for him. All the other guys are going in different directions, and he's looking at, he's looking at Jamar the whole time. He's literally letting the defense know, yo, the ball's going to Jamar, and he's still putting it there. If you could do that it's, it's, early on, 
then later on, well, it's so easy. It just becomes a coaching job. Dude, it just becomes which, coaching. Which they've, what they've done too, um, they really didn't do it as much as I think they will for the rest of the playoffs and uh, on next year. They started kind of, they did, they did the last game. I think he had three rushing times. They're now starting to use Jamar Chase more into that Debo role because they just realized when the ball's in this guy's hands, he can score at any time. And I think that's going to cause mayhem for the Titans who just had a week off. I think, I mean, so uh, let's go right into my parlay this weekend. I have 50 to win 189 on the Chiefs money line. We won't talk about them because we already talked about them and you think that those are going to win. We already know. But I have that money line and then I have the Bengals money line. And they're, I think, I believe plus 165. If they don't win this weekend or you know, whatever for the rest of the year, they get knocked out. Uh, they're going to be a problem for this league for a long time to come because T Higgins yeah. is also only, what is T Higgins? Um, I believe he's 25. Let me stat check that. Um, Boyd isn't terrible either. I mean, he had a bad yeah, game. T Higgins is 23. Uh, Joe Mixon is 25. Jamar is a year older than us, barely. He's fucking 21. Joe Burrow is in a second year. Yeah, the Bengals, they're just an easy team to root for, man. They get, I mean, he kind of reminds me, not skill-wise or necessarily personality-wise, but the fuck-you competitor, he reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, finally, I have someone like that who I can root for because, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is my least favorite player to ever play any sport. Yeah. But, yeah, I think they're, I think they're looking good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put in – I haven't put my parlay in yet, but I'm going to take it by the day. So here's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm taking Bengals' money line, obviously, because Joe Burrow is going to have a little fun with it. And then I'm going to take the Niners, and I'm going to combine that. Neither team is favored. Neither team is supposed I agree. to win. I like that. If, if, it's, if it's the shot heard around the world, then it is. If you're listening right now, if you have to bet on the other teams – individually if you got to take packers and titans individually outside of it just to give yourself some hedging room fine that's your financial decision i'm telling you if bengals niners win and you're the guy that hopped on it do it because it's the sickest feeling in the world to know that 200 dogs are going on to a conference championship two teams that the world's rooting for right now and you got to be a part of that you put your money into that right that's kind of how it's like so last week, the one game we didn't talk about, we really don't need to, was the Bucks eagles because that was also a blowout. So last week, I bet by the day I had – the first day I had uh, Bills, Bengals, pretty much money line teaser. That hit. I had uh, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs, money line parlay. That hit. Uh, or no, not Steelers. Uh, Bucks, Chiefs. Uh, 49ers parlay that hit and I, that just felt awesome because like right away right as the line came out I knew that the Niners were going to win and you're right when you hit an underdog like that in a parlay it feels incredible hitting two in the same parlay is pretty ballsy but I like you I feel said, like I, you're I, on the team I, I I have Bengals money line as well and I also have my future bet for the 49ers so I could I could definitely see that happening so um, why don't we ride as a podcast on episode and one and we just parlay it for the heck of it we might, we might, you know, we'll hit that up at the Twitter if we decide to do that. So See, um, Matt's a Mike guy. All right. Mike guys are the guys that are financially stable. If you want to make a lot of money, you got to be able to lose a lot of money. That's why you ride with me. Cause I'm going to do it. I'm going to do right. it. I'm going to put it in right now. Okay. So um, just to stay on track here. Um, 
I got to get out of here in like 20 minutes. But do you want to try to do college basketball? I mean, we got to talk about IU um, a little bit. Basically, we got to talk about IU. Knows. I already got my picks. And look, I could just, yeah, we, we're going to talk about IU, of course. Yeah, we'll, and we'll um, talk I already got my picks for the college. Saturday game. So anybody that hops on. Right. So we'll so talk anybody that's able college. to hop on and listen to this before the games, I got them for you. Don't worry. Okay. So um, we'll do it real quick because I am kind of on a time crunch. We got to save a little room for Brad's hard bombing questions. But basically, I shocked for that. the world last stick night. Stick around. They, I you shocked the world outside of Bloomington because everyone in Bloomington knew that we were going to fucking win. Um, like, I'm not the college basketball guy, but from my point of view, um, Fantasy and uh, X, Xavier Johnson, they just they, they played well. Um, and Trace didn't play well, and we still fucking beat Purdue. I don't really know how that happens, considering Trace is our best player. But it was fucking awesome. He's not. I've been um, saying that from the start. He's not. He's not our best okay, player. We don't have a star. We have a bunch of guys just, who are good yeah. enough to be coached. Let's talk about just the win itself, though, and what it meant. Um, we were having a fucking riot. Everyone stormed Kirkwood. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't go to the game and storm the floor, but it was just as fun watching it at home, uh, honestly, and it was just as fun storming Kirkwood. The town burned down, um, and, yeah, it was fucking awesome. We needed that win, man. Listen like to me. Here's why the win is so spectacular. And, Mav, I know you haven't seen Hoosiers, so fuck yeah, you for I that. Know, but this was literally Hoosiers in real life. This was literally – I saw a meme on Twitter. I sent it to everybody I knew as soon as I saw it. This was literally Hoosiers. I guarantee Finnessy was not the original guy for that last play. He was probably looking around at his veterans who are used to taking big shots, and he wanted to pick a guy that he knew would make it. And then Finnessy probably stepped in and said something. Or maybe Woodson was on board with him. I don't know. But let's just pretend that that happened because then it lines up with the movie perfectly. Because he literally, we're playing the number four Purdue Boilermakers. They have a 7-3 dude. We had nothing for him. We brought a guy in off the bench who out of nowhere could cover him. We played with them the entire game. It was neck and neck. Some runs, some that. We were always in the lead. They make a comeback. You know, Ivy turns it on at the end. He's their star player. He's going to do that. And then at the yeah, end of the game, sick. we got to finish it out with an out-of-bounds play with just a big shot that looks like the shot heard around the world. That wasn't supposed to be drawn up like that. He's fading away. He did it like it was yeah. magical. That was Hoosiers right that there. Was that was magical, the spitting dude. image of the movie. I love it. Was it. Like a lightning, it was like a lightning strike just hit all the tips of our penises. It was yeah. awesome. It was I didn't a even bit, realize we, we've never. We had what, what we had Penn State uh, last year in football. We had that win, but it was during COVID, and um, so like this, this was is the Purdue. first. This was like this the. I mean, Purdue. there was a. Yeah, no, I'm saying there was a bunch of other mentionable. Um, number four, like sport, number like four in the country. Wins last year with the football team, but obviously we sucked this year. So this was like our first like holy shit like game at college. You know, we come here because it's a college. Uh, where it's obviously great academics, you know, Greek life, whatever. But uh, a lot of it is the sports. I mean, it's a college, it's a basketball fucking school, and it's finally a basketball fucking school again is what it feels like. All right, so, Brad, give me a – what time we got here? Give me, like, a quick five to seven minutes on your college basketball picks for tomorrow, and then we'll do your Brad's hard-bombing questions and wrap it up. 
I know I promised it. I got your Saturday picks here. Here's what's going to happen. Obviously, we don't have the Lions yet because it's a little early. But tomorrow at 1 o'clock on CBS, we got ranked 2 Auburn playing ranked 12 Kentucky. Auburn at home is 11-1. and Kentucky has trouble winning on the road. I don't know what the spread of this game is going to be. I am assuming it's going to be less than 8. I'm assuming it's going to be less than 8. If it is, take Auburn and hammer it. If it's more, take Kentucky. Next up, I got 11 Nova going on the road to play Georgetown. I'm really hoping that this spread is under 10. If it is under 10, take Nova. They will win by 10 at minimum. I mean, they're phenomenally coached by Jay Wright. They know how to win games, and they're hot. They got a starting five that's like a fab five. It's awesome. Next, West Virginia, Texas Tech. If you're a smart guy, this was at noon. Take Texas Tech, okay? They've beaten every guy on the planet. They know what they're doing. But if you're a guy who likes to get gritty, if you like to get down and, you know, maybe test your luck with a hot sauce you haven't had before on your wings, then you're going to have to take the West Virginia Mountaineer money line. Because I'm telling you, they know how to play defense. They're going to stop the verticality off the Texas Tech team. I can promise you that, okay? They don't have beard anymore. We got a new team. We just got to figure out the offense. I promise. And lastly, Seton Hall is on the road to St. John's. This one is probably going to be a closer line than I'm assuming, but Seton Hall is a scary team to play no matter where they go. So, yeah, St. John's is 10-1 and at home. Okay, that's fine. I guarantee the spread will be in their favor because of that. Take Seton Hall money line. It's going to hit. All right. Um, unfortunately, we can't really get into much more description than that, but that was awesome. That was quick. You gave great input. That was like the fastest two minutes almost. Um, so this last segment Brad wanted to add, it's called Brad's Hard Bombing Questions, where he comes up with some fucked up questions for me every podcast. So we'll end every podcast with this, something for the listeners to look forward to. So Brad, why don't you hit me with whatever you fucking sparked up in your little fucking brain. Not a little, but in your brain. Oh, I will gladly, Matthew. I will gladly. All right, boys. Uh, Ishan, you can tune in too, you know, if you want to answer these questions. But here's the rule of the game. Whatever question I ask you, you have to answer it. No ifs, ands, ors, or buts about it. And you can't question the question. You can't respond with, hey, Brad, why would you ask me that? What the heck? No, you have to answer it as honestly and as effectively as possible. Do we understand? Understand. Let's hear it. Ishan? Yep. Do you understand? Yep, yep. All right, so. Question number one, we'll start with Mav on this one so he's off guard, and then we'll start with Ishan on the next one so he's off guard. Mav, question number one, if you had to hook up with three NFL QBs, who are your top three choices and why, and you have to rank them? Um, I guess number one, Justin Fields, because I'm a Bears fan, and uh, I, that's the, that's really the only reason I got, uh, I, yeah, I guess Justin Fields one, two, I'll go with the pretty boy, Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh boy. Because he's probably not big. Um, sounds a little weird. To fucking I had say, Zach Wilson on my list too. A weird fucking... <laughs> 
for different reasons, then, though. If Zach Wilson, the reason three. why he's on my list is because I know I'd be the pitcher. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh well, you're not gonna be I a guess... pitcher with Justin Fields. All right, all right, Brad. Um, and then three. I guess I'll go. I uh, I uh, man. I mean, I I guess I like Joe Burrow because he's I just like him, so I guess I'll go Joe Burrow. Oh, jeez, Joe Burrow! Come on, man, we like Joe Burrow. Why would you do that? Put that image in my head. Okay, can you ask Ishan the question? That was just fucking. All right, Ishan, why don't why don't why don't you give us a better answer? Oh, I thought you were asking him a different one. No, no, you can answer that question, Ishan, or because because what I was just just ask me a different one. Ask me a different one. All right, you ready? Yep. Question number two. Would you rather be an NFL punt returner with terrible blockers, so like the Steelers, something like that, or would you rather be a Pro Bowl quarterback for the Raiders, except you have to blow Carl Nassib before every game? I'm taking the punter. The punt returner? Yeah, the punt returner. You cannot wave it off. You have to return every punt. You have terrible blockers. So it's either I have to suck a dick every single time I want to play a game, or you're also I get a Pro Bowl quarterback in Las Vegas, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, uh, a or just a no name getting CTE. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'm I'm taking punt returner. Okay, good boy. All right, you heard it here. Let's hear your answers to both of those real quick, Brad. Sure. Um. With the NFL QBs I would hook up with, we're starting with Jimmy G, of course, because he's tall, dark, and handsome like me. He could grow a great beard. Um, he's a Midwest native as well, so he's got that Midwest love that you know, because I like living in the snow. Number two is Matt Ryan. Um, because of the rumors of his small dick, it wouldn't hurt as bad, because um, I assume his dick what? is as small as people say. Where, where did those rumors come from? Oh, you haven't seen them. No. Okay, well, just keep going. Keep going, because we got to end Sure this. thing. And then my number three was Zach Wilson, just because I assume I would be the pitcher since he's a pretty boy. Um, you know, I like to be in control. So as far as it's concerned with the punt returner with terrible blockers, we have pro, pro, pro Bowl quarterback for the Raiders, except you have to blow Carl Nassib before every game. Look, guys, I'm a team player. The Raiders are in the playoffs. <laughs> they made the playoffs. Okay. Basically, what the question's asking is, how far would you go to win games? Because you're a Pro Bowl quarterback. You win your team games. You have the love. Nobody knows about it except for you or Carl Nassib. You guys are asking all the wrong questions. You just answered them right away. You got to see extensively how it goes through. Think of it. Think about it. It's just you and Nassib that know about it. So which one do you choose? I'm going to be my Pro Bowl quarterback. I'm going to take the Raiders to the Super Bowl. Jesus. All right. Well, I think that's pretty fruitful for our first episode. Um, well, all right. Well, I got one more question. Okay. We got to go quick. All right, Matt. So this one's for you. Would you rather fight Jake Paul in a primetime pay-per-view event or take a cross-country road trip with Henry Ruggs as your driver? Hmm. Um, if you have questions, I can answer them. Well, I'd probably get my ass kicked, but I don't like Jake Paul, 
So if I could just land one solid punch on Jake Paul, that's all I'd care about. I'd rather fight Jake Paul. Than Man, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would take I would take the rugs cross country trip because it'd be done in like five hours. There you go. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Look. What about you, Brad? Well, see, here's the thing. I was hoping you guys would kind of ask questions about it because, you know, there are kind of rules to the game. You know what I mean? Like, what are the boundaries said, of all this stuff? You said to not question the question. No, but you can ask questions like, okay, like, what kind of primetime pay-per-view event? Or, like, with Henry Rose, the driver, the are we going to be taking back roads or is he going to be taking the highway? You know, you could ask stuff like that. I'm saying you okay. can't be like, why would you ask this? I'm not answering. That's different. All right. Now, here's the situation at hand. Jake Paul fighting him and you lose, you are forever known as nothing more than the guy who loses to Jake Paul. You're just another like not all the other guys who lost to Jake Paul. Exactly. You see the you see the memes, you see the TikToks, you see the tweets about all these guys that lose to him. Nate Robinson, I don't think anyone's gonna remember him as a basketball player because of this sometimes. I um, he's on the balls. Of course, of course, me too. But on the other hand, Henry Ruggs. When he starts turning on the gas and you start thinking about the loved ones back home and um, the other cars of the other families that are driving on the same road as you, um, it could get, it could really inject some adrenaline into your body, I think. So for these reasons, I'm going to go with the drive with Henry Ruggs because at least I would die knowing that I'm with an NFL player. And Excellent. people know that I like to go fast. People find out I like to go fast. That's about it. Okay, well, that's interesting. All right, so I believe we're done here, right? Yeah, well, good. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to make another podcast. We're I know it's kind of sucks. It's coming out Friday, Saturday, hard for people to listen to, but we're gonna shoot for another one Monday night, right, guys? Yeah, we'll shoot Before for that. Monday night, get it out Tuesday. Um, all right. Well, we'll update on our fun. Twitter too. Yeah, it's been fun. See you, boys. It's been wonderful. Adios. You have a good evening now. All right. Yep. I'll cut the you in there. Um, all right, boys. Peace out. Peace. All right. Peace out, Mavi. Ishan, do you want me to come over? Why?